Welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by Eddie Kayazo. Hi, Ed. How are you? Be very quiet. <laughs> okay, I'm good, Joe. How are you? <laughs> well, I got to tell you this, uh, you know, it's episode number 44. Mm-hmm. How about that? Getting close to that one year mark. Something, Yikes. Something that started when the world was a little different than it is today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so pretty cool coming up on that. Well, we got eight more to go. Eight more to go. Yeah, I think eight more episodes till that magic number of 52. One Ooh, year. Boy, and just before we get a little bit quiet about things, yeah. um, we'll tell you that you can go on to KeystoneRetro.com and use code REDRIVER for 10% off your order. That is KeystoneRetro.com, code REDRIVER. REDRIVER. 10% off. What a wonderful deal. It's Easy. great thing. Um, yeah, so any hoots, speaking of quiet. We are going to be discussing, you know, A Quiet Place 2 Yep, is coming out soon. Is it this weekend? Uh, it's coming out. Is it the weekend uh, after so this the, I don't know. This episode will drop on Thursday, so actually you can start seeing A Quiet Place Part 2 in theaters on Thursday. So oh, today. wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, and originally we were talking about maybe doing something similar with what we did with uh, how we did the spiral episode, which we actually we watched the movie and then immediately uh, did a pot about it, uh, so it was fresh on the mind. Yeah, uh, we talked about doing that with a quiet place too. To mm-hmm. which I replied, <laughs> "I don't even think I want to see it." Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So let's uh, let's get into that. So what what do you, did you like the first quiet place? The quiet, the first Quiet Place disappointed me by okay. the time I saw it. Okay, what um, what, what brought you down on a Quiet Place? I guess that with a movie that was so careful and so I would say well done as far as the uh, like putting us in that world, making sure that everybody's quiet and yeah. um, the fact that. The aliens were so vicious, abrupt, and loud. It, 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 it was it was the fact that we saw them so much. Uh, I thought that took away from the main story, just the, the the alien interactions when they happened. Yeah. So basically, like what bothers some people with like some alien movies where you don't see them enough. This one, you think you see them too much. I do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like that too. Um. I do like that, but uh, you know, for me, I don't know. Some, some, some I don't, I'm trying to remember. Some of it just felt a little inconsistent with what noises you could and couldn't make. Okay, um, that's fair. Yeah, you know, which you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, so it's fine. Like a lot of it was for the purpose of suspense, so it's like I can't knock it for that. I just looked. I I I was really enjoying the movie. And then the ending I found to be very uh, underwhelming. The, the ending was another uh, detractor for me. So seeing the aliens too much and, yeah, the end of the film. Right. So basically I enjoyed everything leading up until like probably about the last 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And even with how it ended, it's like there is, I just don't see, you know, I think the sequel is just going to be a cash grab and be oh. be weak and not have much of a good story to it and just like it'll have like the nice cinematography and all that but it looks looks like from the trailer it's a mix of prequel and sequel right 
So wait. But like the shtick is kind of done. So it's like, where do you really... It's just going to be her finding more people and interacting with them, maybe even finding like a safe colony. Yeah. Do you think... I don't know how much they're giving away in the trailer, which I appreciate, actually. Uh, yeah, in a, absolutely. In a, in a Quiet Place Part 2. I don't know how much they're giving away, but what I'm thinking is that this will be now you experiencing more of the people that are left in that world. Right. Like which you said, like the colony. Like, I think that you, we're going to see now these characters in, in a way, you know, I don't watch the show, but... Mm. Like, The Walking Dead was so effective because not only does it suck that there are a lot of dead people running around trying to kill you, but when you encounter other people that aren't the undead, yeah. they're pretty crappy. And, you know, more if not, yeah, I mean, possibly more dangerous than the dead themselves, which is pretty typical for most uh, post-apocalyptic movies, which is one of the things that I liked about A Quiet Place at first is that it wasn't that and now it's like, all right, well, we didn't do that the first time, so we can do it this time. Right. And, like, I think the only, uh, after it's introduced, I think the only thing we really saw uh, was just that one guy in the woods who's just about giving up and just, you know, gives up and screams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. So this, think of this episode. Uh-huh. Think of this episode as it's not like a what is it? Would you rather? Yeah, not a would you rather. It's like would you even want to? Yeah. So this this film, A Quiet Place Part Two, is being released in theaters, and they're making a big deal about it. And because of the sounds and what has to happen for the film to be effective, probably the theater experience is what you're going to want. Yeah, I mean that's that I I uh, I saw the first one in theaters. Uh, I don't think, um, I was like, did I see it any, I, did I watch, I think I watched some of it on TV one time. Well, but like, again, like, the, I don't know, some of the things where I was just like, man, I mean, you know, they, they run, they lay down all that sand. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> then they're just out walking in the woods, you know, and they're fine. Yeah. But w- wonderfully yeah. acted. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the actors mean, were all great. Well, they have a good chemistry because they're married. So that, you know, probably <laughs> helps towards their yeah, emotions so towards each other, makes that an easy one. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Right? Yeah. They're, they're the married. Yeah. Kapel. Yeah. And there's even a story he was in an interview where he talked about when they went to, uh, like, they were flying into Heathrow. It was his first time going to England with her and uh, security, airport security moved him away because they didn't know who he was because he's you know more known in the states <laughs> right right <laughs> than over there They're like all right buddy back off before his action movie uh debuts like he's he i mean he's become a, a pretty big all-around actor but i guess this just would have been office time uh probably a little yeah probably still in the office maybe right okay. after the office but yeah i mean i mean good for him because that's an iconic character you know how do you shake off jim even when the first quiet place came out there's a great uh video where they did a cut where instead of the alien they uh cut in they put in dwight from the office <laughs> that was really good <laughs> called it a dwight place it's nice but he's yeah he's killing it i mean I mean, if I wouldn't say, I would say uh, Jack Ryan is probably my favorite thing that he's doing. 
I think that's the that's the Amazon series, right? Yeah, yeah, based off the Tom Clancy. Jagger. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was his guy. Because <laughs> I used to read Tom Clancy a lot. Yeah, when we watched what was what was the one with Ben Affleck that we watched together <sighs> years and years ago when we were kids, and he was Jack Ryan in that. Oh, some of all fears. Maybe. Yeah. May. Uh. I don't know. I don't know if anybody I out there, if you remember. want to correct me, you can tell me what it was, <laughs> but it really doesn't matter. No, but a quiet so. The shtick is with Quiet Place Part 2 is it is being released in theaters. It's meant to be experienced in the theaters. Yeah. So Joe and I are posing the question to each other, would you see it in theaters? Because, you know, it's not... Well, I guess I should start with this. You've expressed on this podcast that you are more than happy to just pay the $20 and view new releases at home. Yeah, I mean, look at where we're... we're from where we're sitting right now, about... 10 feet from here is a 70 inch TV and, you know, sound bar, all the bells and whistles. So that's like, I mean, to me, that's just as good. So you have to take that into account. That model was successful for the movie studios. That was a very successful model for, Oh yeah. uh, What was it? Universal, I think was like, Whoa, with that trolls movie. I was like, Oh, we can do this. We can make a lot of money doing this. Yeah. I think Disney's probably doing it. I mean, Universal's with, uh, no, Warner Brothers is HBO, right? With HBO, yep. And then what'd they do Trolls on? Was that on Prime? Is that who they linked up with for it, or? I think you could just spend $20 on wherever. Oh, yeah. And just watch it, so. Well, this was something that was, like, years in the making as, like, DVR boxes and other on-demand services. It was It's uh, studios that were fighting it, and then, uh, obviously, you know, pandemic has changed, you know, forced their hand. Sure. Whereas there are still some, you know, which is why Spiral was not released to any kind of streaming service. There's some that are holding out. Uh, but it seems like Warner Brothers might keep that up because it will keep subscriptions on HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, everybody wins from the HBO Warner Brothers uh, yeah. partnership yeah. with the films, at least. And Disney will probably do the same thing where it's like, you know, you can buy it for, I mean, if you wanted to see their latest release, I think it's like $40. Oh, my. Yeah. On Disney Plus or just in general? Just Disney Plus. Oh, oh, and probably on Comcast too. I mean, believe me, Disney knows how to monetize. They can monetize anything. I think that's why George yeah. Lucas ultimately They're, sold. Yeah. Well, their calculation is like how much would it cost to take the family to the movies, and forty dollars is still less. Yeah. Than it would be to take a family of four to the movies. So, mm-hmm. having said all that, A Quiet Place Part 2 will start in the theater mm-hmm. where it's meant to be experienced. So now, are you going to fork over $15 to go see it, Joe? I really don't want to. Okay. And, it, and you were saying, did you did, just to give it a chance? I did. I, I think it's partly because I'm excited that movie theaters are open again, mm-hmm. and I enjoy the theater experience and you know better than anybody. I'm willing to take a chance on something that could be a bad movie. Like this is a guy, this yeah. is third person. I'm so I'm someone who saw Rings in the theaters. Oh, gosh, that was a pretty not good movie. Still better than the Ring Two. It, it it was better than the Ring Two. Everything's better than the Ring Two. But I was just so it it was out. It was its first Friday. I'm like I just you know what I want to see it just so I get excited. So I think. For me, the reason I want to see Quiet Place Part 2 in the theaters is because they're open. So I think it's part emotion, Mm -hmm. 
And the other part is just is the curiosity. So it's like, okay, so now how are we going to do this? John Krasinski is is back in it. Kinda. <laughs> right. He's definitely only in some like prequel parts, but he's not in like in the trailer gives that away that he's not around. Right. So I don't know if he dies, which is probably and or if he went somewhere and she's trying to find him i don't know so oh i, th- I think it was pretty clear he's dead yeah yeah I mean, <laughs> so, was, yeah there's the part where she's at the cross uh, yeah and I, I mean he gets like it's it's over yeah it's like, oh okay this guy we know and love is now gone he's dead in the ground he's dead. <laughs> so yeah i mean so your question, so you saying, eh, you're going to avoid it. I'm of the, I, uh, I think I would see it just because movie theaters are open. So I think it's just part emotion and part curiosity in the fact that it is a new horror film in theaters. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Now, let me, let me pose this question to you because this one came out uh, straight to Netflix around the same time. No, a little after mm-hmm. A Quiet Place came out. It almost was like too close. Uh, you know how there's always those movies where it's like two come out that are like, you know, like Armageddon Deep Impact came out in the same summer. <laughs> right, or, right. Uh, Dante's Peak and Volcano. Yep. So for A Quiet Place, there's A Quiet Place and we'll say Bird Box. Oh, okay. So what do you, what would you say is better, Bird Box or A Quiet Place? I liked Quiet Place better. Okay. Because what, one, you can't look. The other, you can't make a sound. Right. I, Bird Box, I just... And again, Quiet Place and Bird Box could have both suffered from the fact that they were built up quite a bit before I saw them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there is always a part of resistance inside you when when people, multiple people keep telling you that something's good and then you watch it and you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't see what the big deal was. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I was going to give, I mean, Bird Box for me would be a, a two out of five boats. I'd agree with you. You know, um, because... One, you figure out what's like, you figure out who's fine mm-hmm. pretty quick. I mean, it's just like, well, what about blah blahs that you haven't seen the entire time? Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Blind people. So <laughs> it's right. been out long enough. If you don't know that, then go watch it. Yeah, a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of blind people in this community be like, what's going on? We can't see anything. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> right. So I heard I heard that Bird Box, uh, the book that it was based on, was very good. I've oh, I'm sure. I mean, the, the story is very clever. Um, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. It has a great beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it does. Eh, I mean, and, it hangs on from there. But uh, whereas, I mean, Quiet Place, Saint, eh, Quiet Place has a good it has a good climax too. It's just that finish is just. Eh. It's hard to stick the landing. It really is. So, I mean, this is all just personal opinion. I know there's a lot of people who really liked it, but... Oh, Quiet uh, Place, the first one. I mean, <laughs> we're in the minority. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 82% on Metacritic. So, critics and fans and, and audiences loved a Quiet Place, and that's why we have Yeah, I mean, one. everybody loved it. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say that, like, I can't say that it's bad. I can just say no. that I... I didn't like it enough to want to see a sequel. Right. So this is like one of those ones when we talked about scoring runs in between that fine line of a two and a three. Ah, okay. Like maybe it gets a three because it's so well made. 
But I just, I don't know, maybe I'll watch it again and then be like, oh, maybe I want to see I can't see myself the, wanting to see a sequel. The acting, the sound, the the direction. John Krasinski was the director of that film. I, I a great thought. job. Everything he does is great. Yeah, it was it was solid. So I, But when you have the same ending as Signs, what, <laughs> what, what, are, what are you doing? Right, right. You're right. The, so if we're asked to grade A Quiet Place, the first one, I don't know. It would either be a two or a three. It would definitely wouldn't be a one or a zero. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not at all. And um, it wouldn't cross three for me just because of the story. Because what, what did they finish it off with? They just over, overload it with the stereo or radio frequency. Is that where the girl who was deaf, did they put the, the loud sound? Yeah. Um, let me see if I can pull up the... Yeah, that's nice what it part. was. It's like they just like did that super high frequency and mm-hmm. then beat, beat it. And, yeah, Reagan takes refuge know. at a time. Hey, returns. this thing that we could have been using the entire time easily <laughs> defeats them. Right. You know. The creature returns attacking and wounding Lee while Marcus and Reagan hide in a pickup truck. All right, so this is going to be the end of A Quiet Place Part 1, everybody. So uh-huh. if you really don't want to know and you haven't seen it yet, go do it now. You should have seen it by now. Okay. The creature returns, attacking and wounding Lee, while Marcus and Reagan hide in a pickup truck. After seeing his father wounded, Marcus shouts impulsively, attracting the creature to the truck. Lee signs to Reagan that he loves her and always has, before yelling to draw the creature away from his children. The creature, hearing Lee's voice, attacks and kills him. Reagan and Marcus roll the truck down a hill to escape and reunite with Evelyn and the baby at the farmhouse. The four retreat to the house's basement. When the creature returns, Reagan, who realizes that the sound made by the implant distresses the creature because she has the cochlear implant, Mm -hmm. switches the device back on and places it on a nearby microphone, amplifying the feedback. Painfully disoriented, the creature exposes his flesh beneath its armored head, allowing Evelyn to fatally shoot it with a shotgun. The family views a CCTV monitor showing two creatures attracted by the noise of the shotgun blast approaching the house. With their newly acquired knowledge of the creature's weakness, the member of the family arm themselves and prepare to fight back. And take them down. Yeah. So the dad dies. John dies. Mm-hmm. Sorry, John. Um... But the family does survive, and yeah, she That's puts right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we know, go. going into this, now walking this out a little bit further, this could go into territory that I don't like, if, if we're just going to walk this out a little bit further for the plot in yeah, the Five Place Part 2. these creatures <laughs> everywhere I go. Took my wife, took my kids. Gonna be a lot of those conversations. Yeah, I know. sorry. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be sharing their stories. Mm-hmm. But now thinking about it, yes. Yeah, so now we're seeing at least it's alluded to in the trailer. We're gonna see people that are a part of this world, but also another problem is going to be the. We now know the creatures have a weakness. So now is it going to turn into a? We know how to expose them and have them drop their armor and shoot them. Yeah, 100%. So now, so now they're going to just be fighting the they're, creatures. They're going to find a community of people. She'll share that knowledge, and they'll put together, and they'll start fighting them off. Okay. And if this one does well, there will be a Quiet Place Part 3 where they just keep that going, probably. Who, who freaking knows? All right. Um, actually, you know what? What if this was an idea for future episodes now that I'm thinking about it? What if we like made like a checklist 
like a game of like horror movie cliches or, and you know, we have people fill them out and then when we watch it, you know, we'll check it out and winner, you know, whoever picks the most wins the prize. Okay. Like if that movie's going to have it in there. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Like, you know, for this one, like even like just the conversation, it's like, <laughs> it's my son's sixth birthday party. We didn't know it was happening. A balloon popped and then they were all there. They swarmed us. I lost everybody that day. Right. You know? Yes. One of those lines. So like, how many of those stories, how many of those moments? Yeah. Okay. I, I like that. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah. Really. <laughs> There's nothing else we can do. If you want to live, <laughs> you be quiet. <laughs> in a place. <laughs> It's funny because it's going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) And then then the, like someone else putting their finger on someone else's lips, that's going to happen, I think. Yeah, I mean, well, that happens in the first one a few times, like nonstop, you know, so there'll be be plenty of that. Or like, you know, the old, like, I'm about to, you know, shriek, so someone else's hand goes over their mouth. Mm -hmm. um, It'll be interesting because the baby will be on, on the road. Yep. But they got him sealed up, him or her sealed up pretty good. Um, so if you gain anything from this episode, Joe, yeah, will you see it? You said, I don't plan on it unless we get like enough feedback where it's like, hey, let's use this one as the first one for this game that I'm thinking of. Okay. And I will, I would like to see it if time allows, I will see it. If it does not, then it's not at the top of my priority list. So I guess just mm-hmm. to balance the yin and the yang here, you're definitely not going to see it in theaters. I don't I think so. might see it in theaters. Yeah, what, your wife want to see it? I don't know. She felt somewhat the same about the first Quiet Place because she was actually really, really excited to see A the Quiet fir- Place. The first one, yeah. I mean, I think everybody was. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it had the hype. I guess it lived up to the hype. Just, I don't know. I mean, it was... I just didn't think it was uh, right for me. Yeah. Either way, though, I, I wouldn't stop someone else from, you know, saying, it's like, well, I liked it and I'm going to, I really want to see the second one. I mean, that's why I was like, hey, let's, let's just talk about it for this episode, you know? Yeah, it's exciting. Again, it shows, it shows that we are coming back to some horror normalcy. This is a big box release. I'm fine with wait, big box till releases. the fall. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Huge year for horror. Yep, and we got the, the, oh my gosh, we got The Conjuring before that. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like Spiral, Quiet Place Part 2, The Conjuring. Yeah. And then, I mean, at some point, Candyman, Halloween Kills. It's exactly. going to be a year, it's, man. It's a huge year. So I guess, you know, what next next episodes might be, uh, we might do some of the Conjuring stuff. Yeah, and we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll try and lay that out. I haven't decided yet because there are plenty of YouTube videos that say, here's the story and here's what order you should watch them in. Here's the best and the worst, that kind of thing. So we got to think of something creative for uh, the conjuring. If we're going to do that. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I don't know. We'll come up with something else. You're thinking that of actually, or actually doing a, a deep, deep dig into uh, Ed and Lorraine. Uh, ah, you know, talking more directly about them than the movie itself. Maybe uh, extracting the cases they're loosely based on. Exactly. Especially mm. this one, because this one's probably one of the bigger, uh, you know, it's, it, it, you know, this is, you know, based on a true story where someone was actually, uh, found, uh, not guilty due to demonic possession or yeah. he, was acqui- yeah, he was acquitted due to 
you know. So th- there's that, some there's some interesting nuggets I think we can get into when we talk we, about the Conjuring. Yeah, and then like even if we don't do that, maybe we could start. We could talk about like the courtroom horror, which is like you know what, like the Exorcism of Emily Rose, Ooh. you know, stuff like that. Some there's some there's some goodies out there. Yes, but all leading up to our one year anniversary that we're pretty hyped for. Um, uh, what I you know, one year anniversary. I can't believe that's already here. Feels like we've been doing it longer. I I know. Well, because when we started, it was. The good thing about when we started, and I know that I tell the stories of how this podcast originated quite frequently, Yeah, but it's fun to relive and, and think about. Back then, we were in a situation where things were a little less clear, and we said, okay, well, if this is what people are doing, if this is how pe- people are finding ways to get by through this, so then we're like, all right, well, why don't we bring back what we used to do in the basement and just watch have some food and watch a movie. Yeah. How and hard is that? Neither you nor I saw parts. Well, we didn't. We never saw Phantasm Ravager, and we hadn't seen three. Three. Yeah. So it's just like, well, here's the perfect opportunity. So we watched all yeah. five. Speaking of which, that's what I wanted to do. That reminded me. There was something in my back of my head that I forgot to write down that I was going to try and do for our. That I was like going to say we should try and do for the one year, which was, um, uh, what's his face, Reggie is officially calling it retired, even though, I mean, this is pretty much the only movies he's really been in. But he's, like, doing something where he's, like, you know, done, done, done. So it's, like, maybe for our one year, even if we just, like, got to talk with Reggie. Okay, reach out to Reggie Bannister. It all started with Phantasm, so. It did all start. And then your poll with the Sleepaway Camp. Uh, That's right, yeah, the Sleepaway Camp. But that ended up being the first episode. Yeah. Which, you know, was great for, for summer. Hopefully we can get a little more, you know, some more group type events where we can, you know, do some movie screenings and hopefully yeah. link up with those Mahoing Valley guys. But they've taken off more than... I was going to say. More than, uh, you know, we, we've become small small to them. Whereas if we had started this, you know, two years prior, we would have been in <laughs> on the ground floor. But you, bring, but you bring up a good point, though. So, like, even though we started with Sleepaway Camp, which is what the people wanted, at the same time, the... When you and I were watching, when we decided to watch the Phantasm films, it's like, you know what? You said it, like, now's the time to do the podcast. Like, this is this is great. Just yeah. us watching the film, yeah. bantering back and forth. There's nothing really going on. <laughs> right. We're just talking, like, we're just having the way we normally talk when we're, wa- like, you know, whether we're watching these things or whatever, you know. Um, so, yeah, we, that's, that's the way it goes. Yep. And then before we sign off or anything. Yes. I wanted to, you know, because we were talking about this, I, I think since this uh, whole, since the pod started, especially like talking about sequels, I, I definitely come off as one of those people that doesn't, who will never say the sequel's better than the first one or as good or, I'm like, huh, it's hit me. But I'm trying to think if there was anything, like, is there anything that comes to mind where there is a movie you saw and there was a sequel that you had, you know, no weren't even that excited for just saw it just to see it and then it really surprised you how good it was if you have one in mind you give yours if you have one in mind no i have i have the perfect one that i say is one of the worst movies of all time where i was actually excited for a sequel and it was god awful and that's the ring too and i will never let it down i'll say it over (laughs) and over again if you see me on the stream you say hey joe do you like the ring too ask me and i'll just see how fast i say no okay (laughs) Good God, uh, that place, that theater emptied. Yeah. Yeah, it was not. Well, The Ring won, and I think we should talk about The Ring at some point. 
For sure. It was such a good, scary PG-13 film, made very well, mm-hmm. acted very well, very atmospheric. Yeah, it really launched the Japanese horror remakes in America. I mean. Big time. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you ask, is there a sequel that I just saw that I loved or liked more? One that you were just like, this doesn't need to be done, and then you see it, and you're just like, you know what, I, uh, I don't hate that. I'll leave you in suspense. We have to probably wait till next episode. I need some time to think about that. Fair enough. I would say The Grudge 2 for me. Okay. Which I didn't think was uh, as bad as I thought it was going to be. It turned out to be kind of enjoyable. Yes. <laughs> the Grudge one, The Grudge Monster really actually scares the balls out of me for some reason. That one got me good. To, to this day, because I remember yeah. I was in my freshman year of college working late on Sunday nights at the computer lab. Mm-hmm. I was terrified. If it wasn't for everyone... Their mom and their mom's second cousin Jim doing the impersonation of the. Uh, <laughs> then it probably would have haunted me a little longer, but just because everybody was doing it, and yeah. it was like that kind of killed the effect. Sure. So, yeah, and then you know when we were talking the Saw series, you know, you know everybody was like, "Yeah, Saw two, like you know, surprise." I mean, uh, to be fair, Saw two is the one that launched it into being a franchise. Probably not the first one was fine, but it's the second one that has to really do well. Yeah. For it to grow. Um, I don't think Scream counts because I was so young when those were coming out that I was just going to like it no matter what. Yeah, and the thing is with Scream 4, because I the, the, the problem is I always thought that I'm like, oh my gosh, I love Scream 4. Turns out the horror community loves Scream 4 too. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so that would be one of those sequels that I can't say going in. I was just like, oh, this doesn't need to be made. It's five this year too? Five is this year. So look at that. Look at what. <laughs> look at this year with horror movies. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Scream 5. Wow. I, I guess you could say a sequel that I was skeptical of and ended up really liking. There mm-hmm. is one that does come to mind. That's, that's why I kept talking. The 2013 Evil Dead. Well, does that count as a sequel or a remake? I don't know. It's I guess it's up to you and, and the listeners. Um, I'm going to say it's its own thing. I, I think it is because I it's think... It's so different. Plan. It just takes the premise of the Evil Dead and out of respect doesn't use the characters' names. Yep. And it takes a serious tone, not a, not a more Sam Raimi like tone, which he's the best at. He's <laughs> yeah, he's Sam Raimi. He, he does his thing, which yeah. is uh, what's it, the Batista Army of Darkness movie that's out now, that's coming out where it's like him fighting zombies and it's like. I think that's Zack Snyder Army of the it, Dead. It is Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. That's it. Yeah. Um. No. Um. <laughs> Not trying. I'm not trying to make this a negative episode, but it's like it looks silly, and I think that Batista's not. And I think I was like just saw some interview with him, and he's like talking about how he wants to like take on more serious roles, and how he's done with like playing like Drax. And honestly, I think that's the only character I've ever seen him play really well. Yeah. Um, the other movies I've seen him in, he's he. Um, I don't know. One of those things where it's just like you're a name, so you get to be in movies, but doesn't mean that you really have any acting chops. Hmm. Okay. And, and I did, you know. It, I don't mean that as like an offensive thing. It's just as an observation that I see where it's just like I haven't I've seen him as Drax and then I've seen him in one movie where it was like uh, yikes. I saw it because I love uh, Kamal Nyanjiani, which was uh, Stuber. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't good. Don't well, who's, who's Drax? Is that the Guardians of the Guardians Galaxy? Of the Galaxy yeah. OK, so no offense to him, but it's like him being in it just kind of makes me. 
less inclined to see it because go take these things down. Yeah. Muscles and big guns. Yeah. Though Zack Snyder does know what he's doing when it comes to zombies. We already confirmed that when we talked about Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, but but the Evil Dead for me is is the only thing that comes to mind after thinking about it a little more. Mm-hmm. If if that's considered a sequel, I mean, I didn't think that when they said they were going to do an Evil Dead and Sam Raimi was going to produce it. And and then I said, well, does that then leave it open to his influence, which I didn't think would have been good. But I ended up really enjoying Evil Dead so much so that I could watch it again. I think it's its own thing in the same vein that uh, uh, Wrong Turn was like a its own thing. With yeah. The new Wrong Turn. Um, you know. Which is all gravy. That's one I do have to watch again because it's like I think I liked it, but then I think, you know, I can't re- say I can't remember too much of it now because I only saw it when we saw it in theaters. The O three. Yeah, I think it was just the scene where the all the blood rain is happening. Where I thought that was a bit much. I think mm-hmm. that took away from it. Yeah, I'd be willing to. We should make that a point. Maybe just like last year, maybe watch yeah. outside in the Poconos or something. Yeah. Or maybe watch Wrong Turn and just see if it has that effect. Yeah. If it still stinks as much as we thought it did or remembered it being, or if there's newfound light. Yeah. And I brought this up because there was a sequel I was trying to think of where it's just like, I actually like the second one better than the first one, and I can't remember what that was, so I'll have to keep thinking. Yeah. It's amazing how many movies you watch in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and I like I like them, but it's like, I don't even think I'm even on the level of someone like uh, Nick Cush. No, he puts, God bless him, Nick Cush from Movie Babble. Yeah. His site is just, I mean, if, you, if, if you're going to Red River Horror, uh, I, I know that, and I will admit to you, the podcast listeners, th- there needs to be more content, there needs to be more reviews, there needs to be great stuff happening on the website. And we're, For sure. We're, with events coming back this fall, I think it will. But if you really want a movie site that includes horror movies. If you don't see a review on Red River Horror of the horror film you're interested in seeing, or maybe maybe you want to go see A Quiet Place, but you want to hear a take on it first, or whatever, as long as it's spoiler-free, uh, Movie Babble is where movie to Babel. go. Because yeah, you no. know that Nick has reviewed it. Yep. And he <laughs> does a great job with all that. And then even like our pal Dr. Halloween will drop movies where it's just like, what is that? <laughs> right, right. So, you know, there's people out there who know things, and that's why we get them involved. And, you know, and that's why, you know, why I like talking about TV and movies because that gives the opportunity to, uh, you know, want to check something out. So if you are out there and you can give me a convincing reason as to why I should see A Quiet Place Part 2, then please let me know because you know where to find me at Red River Joe on Twitter. You can always, you know, email us redriverhorror at gmail.com. Uh, if you know me personally, you know my personal contact info that doesn't get shared on this show. Yep. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe at some point we'll just set up a, some kind of like voicemail. <laughs> Be like, leave us a message. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on a year and I know we preface it a lot, but I think there's a lot of big things to come. This I've learned a lot over the past 44 episodes. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I'm just looking forward to what's next, especially now. Uh, conventions coming back. Uh, the fall, the fall, baby. It's and and honestly, I'm sure somewhere somebody listening will say that their hometown does it the best. I don't know anywhere that has more attractions than the Mid Atlantic and like specifically the Greater Philadelphia region. I, I don't know anywhere in the country that has more haunted attractions. 
to visit. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, for our location, it's kind of unfair because it's conveniently between, you know, New York and D.C. So it's like, you know, even at the stuff that's not in Philly, one of the big ones, you know, one of the big ones is, you know, Terror Behind the Walls. But all those farms around here between here and New Jersey and Central PA, I mean, that's convenient for, you know, like uh, what's the one where it's like basically like between here and Baltimore. That's a field of screams. Field of screams. I mean, it's like perfectly located between multiple like, you know, these are more rural areas where they're just perfect, like 45 minute hour drives from like major cities. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's a great, great thing for us. Yeah. So in closing, this was our not so quiet episode about whether we're going to see A Quiet Place Part 2 or not. I'm Eddie Kayazo, founder of Red River Horror. Of course, check out redriverhorror.com. Hit me up at redriverhorror at gmail.com. Join us on Tony Todd Tuesday. Tony hashtag Tony Todd Tuesday and hashtag Women in Horror Wednesday, which we'll be starting up again. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Ed. Of course, I'm Joe Zakreski. You can find me on the Twitter at Red River Joe. And remember, kids, to keep traveling those channels of fear. Fear.